When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one. Arm drag. Don't tell me. Welcome back to yet another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I'm your host, as always, Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is the man of a thousand nicknames, Mikey Manfredi. I have so many nicknames, and I'll never get through all of them. Mikey, how are you doing, my friend, today? We are coming out of Survivor Series, so I'm very much excited to see what we have going ahead of us, but... What's going on with you, buddy? What, give us an update. What's happening in your neck of the woods? Oh, you know, not much. Just uh, ready to book this card for sure. Ready to come out of Survivor Series. Ready to do the return home show and pretty pumped up. Did you ever fix your uh, car yet? <laughs> Listen, they didn't need to know about that, man. I guess that's fair. But, but, people, yeah, but yes, the car is working again. But people want to know what's happening in Mikey's life. People want to know the man behind the nicknames. Uh, well, I have a beater of a car. Okay. And it's barely surviving, but so it's you, surviving. Tell, what's the story? What's the story behind this car and what happened re- recently? Well, I got, I got stuck at my job. Uh, my car broke down because uh, I left the lights on and the battery died. And then I tried mm-hmm. to jump it and it didn't decide to start. And then my grandpa came over and jumped it and it started. Nice. So that's fun. I got stuck at work for four hours for no reason. Jesus, four hours? I, I was supposed to. I was. I got off at three o'clock, and I didn't get home from work until like seven. Oh my god! That just. That just. Oh my god! So when was this? This was like what? What? When was this? Last week. Oh boy. So and so that's one the one negative thing that's happened to you in the past week. What's the one positive thing that's happened with you in the last week? That's harder. That's harder to answer. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's easy. All every, this is this is the mental health portion of the show. It's always easy to remember the bad stuff that happened to us. It's really hard to remember the good things that happened to us. Uh, I mean, I got a haircut and a beard trim, and I look good. I got my tattoo touched up. That's cool. Which hurt. <laughs> it hurt, but like, it looks better now. That's fair. 
It was worth the pain. <laughs> well, Beauty I'm is glad. pain. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. He's turning into a heel. <laughs> He's turning into a deathmatch John Moxley heel. Beauty is pain. I don't know if no. John Mo- a John Moxley type here would say beauty is pain. <laughs> would that be my gimmick? How, what kind of gimmick would that be? Like beauty is pain. You just try to does the wrestler just whoever whoever's gimmick this is? Do they like just try to make people beautiful by absolutely messing them up? I guess so. Right. Or like, what... well, like, like, yeah, just like deathmatch person that like you you'll look beautiful when your like r- back is ripped open and bloodied from barbed wire. I like that. Yeah. Like, like you, like their idea of beauty is being absolutely just like effed up, like cut, like, like crimson mask, like teeth missing a black eye. This is, this is the gimmick uh, exclusive for Tyler Breeze. uh, If he ever became a death match heel, (laughs) just we're going to give it out free gimmicks here, folks. Beautiful carnage. So we're we're saying, Mikey, that um, if we ever get the gimmick change on the randomizer, we're going to use the we have it locked and loaded. The beauty is pain gimmick. Beauty is pain gimmick, and we start putting Tyler Breeze in death matches. Yeah, or we who would we give that to? Eric Young, maybe. Probably. That's not a bad gimmick for Eric Young. No, he he could be a death match guy. I could see it. Or Rowan. Jesus. <laughs> anyways uh thank everyone for listening to this week's episode of hit the books joining us again like we said at the top of the show we're coming off of survivor series one of the big five pay-per-views um big big show right mikey i mean smackdown didn't crush necessarily we kind of tied with nxt raw got crushed yeah hey smackdown may have gotten may not have gotten crushed smackdown may not have done the best but we can all be happy that Raw lost. Yeah, we're, we can all be happy we're not Raw. Uh, Raw's got to pick up pieces with that one. But yeah, Survivor Series down and out. And now we are on the long, arduous road to the Royal Rumble, Mikey. Does this begin our road to WrestleMania? No, that doesn't officially happen to Royal Rumble. We're, this, is our, this is our off-ramp to the road of WrestleMania. This is our road to Royal Rumble, which... Which is the exit to the road to WrestleMania? <laughs> this is this is the story of a girl. <laughs> uh, we have You'll between now and, and drown the whole mania. Between now and the Royal Rumble, we have eight shows. It's a lot. Eight count them eight episodes. That's of hit the books between now and Royal Rumble. Of course, we have some special stuff. Next week is the Thanksgiving episode. Um, in a couple weeks is the Christmas episode. So Probably we have some... be a Thanksgiving feast fight. I was I was thinking about that. It could be that or maybe the trick or street fight. No, wait, no, that's the Halloween one. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street fight. Nope. That's what it is. Christmas for Christmas. That's Christmas. Um, What's the Thanksgiving one? I don't think there is. There is a Thanksgiving one. I just don't remember what it is. I think I'll think about it. I'm not sure. It's like Thanksgiving feast, feast or fight, feast or famine. Who was in it? It was New it Day New Day versus, somebody. It was New Day versus the Bar. I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna look this up. You you intro the rest of the show. This no, is I'm important. looking it up. You think you do? No, that. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll enter the show. Um, this is the hit the books. Uh, we we are a realistic fantasy bookie podcast. So what if you don't know what that means? Folks? I was right. It was the Thanksgiving feast fight. 
That's Aha. fucking that's so lame. Uh, that's such a lame name compared to Trick or Street Fight and Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street Fight. Well, yeah, because those make sense. It the, should be feast or famine, feast. and we all know that should be it. I mean, it's a feast fight because feast sounds almost like feast fight sounds kind of like street fight. Barely a slant rhyme. Sounds kind um, of like street fight. Anyways, um, our pitch here, Mikey, is that we are a realistic fantasy booking podcast. So, what does that mean? Kind of like GM mode, kind of like universe mode of the WWE 2K games and whatnot. But what we do is that we sit down, Mikey and I sit down, and we write down all the storylines, all the rivalries, all the promos, all the match results. And we try to make it as realistic looking as possible. And we ha- use that. We make that happen with the help of our loyal and benevolent and malevolent god, uh, the randomizer. Oh, yeah. What is we may, it? <laughs> we may never turn our back on it, and it, it shall always hurt us. If we forget it, it it makes us remember its name. <laughs> we will never forget. It is, who it the is my is. is it is my devil and my angel, and my angle. <laughs> I was about to say it's my devil and my angle. Uh, it is the is the thing that keeps me awake at night. More of a and devil makes me though. fall soundly to sleep. <laughs> and more like it puts us to sleep crying. Yes, that's accurate. Uh, we'll get more into that in the later half of the show. But like we said, Mikey, we have been booking. We have an entire card written out for y'all. This is the return home from Survivor Series. So we're coming off the high that is Survive. Sorry, your series. You tried. You can't tell. That was a better rhyme than fucking Thanksgiving feast fight. I didn't come up with it. WWE did. No, you came up with it. I, I saw you not. in the writer's room. Yeah, I saw you in the writer's room with saying, hey, uh, hey man, hey, Vince, can I... I can't hey, do an impression. We, we should do a Thanksgiving feast fight. This is what you were doing still through puberty. Oh, that's such a good shit, Mikey. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, so uh, th- thanks for joining us, everybody. If Pitch. you want more, follow us on Twitter at Hit the, the Pod. If you like this show, subscribe and leave a review. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, but let's get into the show, Mikey. We have a big, big card coming out of Survivor Series. So let's get into it. Opening the show, we have none other than the Future Stars Opportunity winner, Drewy Gooks, Drew Gulak himself, he's opened up SmackDown Live. He's patting himself on the back. I'm never going to his... condone you saying Drewy Gooks. That's fine. Future stardom and a Survivor Series win. I'm just going to keep going on, but admits that Drewy Gooks could not have done it. The Gookmiser could not have done it without the help of one team. I can't. What is that team, Mikey? It. That team is, you have to condone it. It's part of our lives now. Um, that team is, he cannot thank the pure. The Pure then walk out. The Pure, of course, being Daniel Bryan and the Revival being Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. Pure walk out, and Daniel Bryan says that from day one all the way back to the Cruiserweight Classic when he was commentating on Gulak's matches to when Drew Gulak became the 205 Live champion, Drew Gulak has always impressed Daniel Bryan. He's always been on my radar. So much so that Bryan admits that he convinced personally, he personally convinced GM Page to bring Drewy Gooks to SmackDown simply because of his wrestling skill. Wow. I've seen the Big potential in you. from Daniel Bryan. I've seen the potential in you. Dawson and Wilder see the potential in you. The potential for a great, pure wrestler. And that is why we, the pure, have decided that we want you to join our team. Brian sticks out his hand and waits graciously for Drew Gulak to shake it. And what happens, Mikey? He does. 
That's right, Drewy Gooks. He shakes that hand. Drew Gulak kicks Daniel Bryan in the nuts. What? What? No, 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 no. 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 What about this? MJF? Get out of here. <laughs> Drew Gulak's. Drewy Gooks, the fasting riser, pure wrestler. <laughs> the entire world. He's better than you, and you know it, Mikey. Drewy Gooks. Pure celebrate, of course, with the inauguration, I guess, of their new found member. But what happens next is that Velveteen Dream's music hits. He's got issue and he's got beef with the pure. He says that he hates to interrupt this beautiful moment, but every single person in that ring knows it. Every person to sing, every single person in the WWE universe knows it, and every person on the world at large should know it. That he, Velveteen Dream, should have won, was going to win the Future Stars opportunity. And you four took that away from the dream, from dream. So we have some issues to work out. Brian says that he could try to step into the ring, but it's four on one. You fool. Dream you says, idiot, you dummy. Dream says that that is no problemo because dreams got backup. It's a new day. Yes, it is the new day. Music hit. All four of them rush to the ring, but sadly the pure escape. Um, they escape without getting touched. Mikey, thoughts on Dang. this opening segi? I love it. I love it. I'm a, a mad the pure escaped. I want to see them get beat down, which is good. Uh, I'm excited for it. But I'm here happy to announce, Mikey, that the main event tonight is going to be the pure versus Velveteen Dream and the New Day. I love so, it. I love it, Maggle. Big eight-man tag in the works. For excited sure. for that. Mikey. What's up? What's our first match of the show, though? Our first match of the show is Cedric Alexander versus Rowan, with Cedric Alexander coming out on top. Who would have guessed it? <laughs> Who would have guessed? Thunk. Who would have thunk it? Cedric Alexander getting a big win here over Rowan, showing that he's got the chops to compete in SmackDown. Even though he may have lost the Future Stars opportunity, he's not done rising to the top just yet. And it's interesting to note that uh, Cedric Alexander, you know, he also sort of lost that Future Stars opportunity match sort of because of the pure. Yeah. So you would have to imagine that Cedric Alexander would like to take on the pure as well at some point. There's he's got to his... be some beef there for sure. He's got beef. He may be a vegetarian, but he's got some beef. Is he a vegetarian? I don't think I have is. no clue, but I don't care. The comment, his, his new That joke Cedric works Alexander better for the... later with Daniel Bryan. Cedric Alexander, the character, is now a vegetarian. Okay. Just so that, because uh, on commentary we're going to say that. So, so him that's... and da- so him and Daniel Bryan can never have beef. Oh shit! Oh shit! You're right. They can never have beef. <laughs> oh no! What have I done? <laughs> we can't put them in a rivalry because neither of them can have beef. It's nuts. I never thought about it, but you're 100 percent right. <laughs> anyway, what's out- next? <laughs> let's get out of this fucking casserole of mess i mean uh what uh, that's not really a meat-based dish completely i I don't know anyways backstage (laughs) i was gonna keep booking it you know i was gonna keep moving it along you know what i mean mikey yes please (laughs) please do how dare you backstage heavy machine are preparing some protein shakes and i don't know like otis is eating a shit ton of food you know he's just putting a bunch of food in a blender it's probably all weird stuff this has become a black hole that he is consuming all around him 
<laughs> he is Galactus. I mean, oh, and Tucker's, just, and oh, I guess Tucker's the Kirby. It just is like. I guess Tucker's the Silver Surfer. Otis is Kirby and starts sucking everything in. Uh, yeah. Uh, good on him, I Does guess. Does he just absorb the powers of every other wrestler he accidentally consumes? Mm-hmm. That's where his Mandy Rose costume came from. Oh, my God. The OC come <laughs> out uh, and Anderson Gallows. They're talking about how heavy machinery, they look just simply disgraceful. Where is the decorum? Their respect in the locker room. The OC are practically wrestling royalty at this point, right? Right, fellas? Right, brothers? Give me a hit me up with that too sweet. Woo. Tucker says that heavy machinery have no qualms with the history of the OC, but they need to recognize a god of mass when they see one. Tucker points to Otis, and Otis then, I guess, eats that entire blender full of eggs or something or whatever the crap was in it. Oats. Uh, Otis whatever. just eats AJ Styles. He just eats the IC title. He puts that in the blender. He eats AJ Styles to assert his dominance. As one does. Uh, and then, you know, he eats it. He shakes and stuff like he does. You know, he does the weird thigh jiggle hip thrusting stuff. Uh, then he wipes his mouth, you know, with his hand, you know, because he's, he's classy. You know, because uh, he's Otis. Andrew, Carl Anderson then says that if you need to see a god, then look no further than this. He opens up his shirt, revealing that beautiful six-pack right below, or I guess right above the waist. Otis wipes his mouth goo onto Anderson's abs, which then disgusts uh, the OC, and they are grossed out, and they leave. But as they are leaving, AJ Styles is stopped uh, by The Miz, uh, says that he wants the IC title. And Styles then laughs it off, saying, "Didn't you lose at Survivor Series?" Uh, and then he leaves. Damn. Yeah. Damn. 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 Whew. Whew, Mikey. It was really fun. This is a really funny segment. And then Miz came out of nowhere and made it like important. <laughs> it was just like it was just like a really weird segment between a tag between two tag teams, and then Miz comes up and he's like, "I see title," and it's like, oh. Not, you, you, it's a can't can't miss TV. Every segment is important. If you leave a heavy machinery silly comedy segment, you're gonna miss the Miz trying to challenge AJ Styles for the IC title. I guess you're right. Never, you can't keep miss guessing. a single. You can't keep you guessing. You can't miss a single thing. You thought it was just a comedy spot, but in reality, it was a setup for a feud. Hmm. Possibly mm-hmm. two feuds. Possibly nine feuds. That's right. Everyone's going to face each other all at it's the a, same time. It's a, it's a sinister six-way. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Feast. <laughs> feast or famine. Feast or famine. <laughs> all right. Next up, we have Sasha Banks versus Natalia with Sasha Banks coming out on top. Oh, okay then. But Sasha Banks and Natalia, very interesting uh, group of people here. Yes. I after Survivor Series we had everybody working together. I just want to start getting it on the same page that even though they did work together and did do well, it is time to start competing again. Mm-hmm. And it's time to start keeping their eyes on the prize, which is the women's title. So I put on two people who probably did some of the best work in the the tag match. I mean, barring Asuka, of course. But I have Sasha Banks versus Natalia, and I have Sasha Banks winning because I want to put Sasha Banks over. 
fair enough. I mean, that's that's legit fair enough, I guess. I mean, Sasha Banks was one, the last one of the two last people standing mm-hmm. in that Survivor Series match. So good yep. on Sasha. Yes. Um, so I just see what happens going forward. What's going to happen? We got the Royal Rumble around the corner. Let's see where they go from here. All right, next segment. Right after the Sasha Banks Natalia match, we have Ember Moon at Ember Moon being interviewed backstage about missing out on Survivor Series. She says she's upset she had to miss it, especially because her tag team partner Asuka did such an amazing job. Then Asuka walks into frame, and Moon says that her and Asuka want to regain the women's tag team championships, and that they're gunning for the Country Club. Oh boy, Ember Moon and Asuka going for those tag titles once again. Oh yeah. For sure. The Empress of the Night making a comeback. I'm interested to see where the Empress of the Night go from here. I mean, of course, Evermoon missing out, but, you know, of course, what was it? Nikki Cross taking her place. No good mm-hmm. on Nikki Cross. But uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens here. Going after the tag titles. Can they get it? Can they reclaim the tag titles back from the country club? When will that happen? Who knows? Know. We've got eight shows. We got a lot to build. Eight whole shows. It's time to build a lot of feuds. Speaking of build, let's get into the talking about the build of one Drew McIntyre, the hunter Drew McIntyre. Talking about those his shoulders. Build, talk, oh, I would say his build, incredible. Yes, his back, his shoulders, his pecs, his biceps, his triceps. Remember when Drew McIntyre was Vince McMahon's handpicked boy? Yes, he's my handpicked boy. He's daddy's boy. Dad, he's daddy's he's daddy's high- baby. Daddy he's WWE's my, handpicked boy. He's my handpicked man. <laughs> Drew McIntyre. In a match that we're going to talk about on commentary, a match that Drew McIntyre requested for is a three-on-one handicap match. Drew McIntyre taking on all three members of the Lucha House Party. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, he's going to win it. I mean, I feel like that's it's weird to naturally say it, but he's going to win this match. And it's going to be that, that kind of style where he pins all three guys at once. Yep, sounds about right. Drew Max needs to be, I guess you could say, built back up again to a certain extent. It's weird because he's still on the top of the leaderboard. It's just he doesn't, he needs to be, he was so entwined with the Finn Balor story that now that we don't have Finn Balor anymore, he's got he's got to go his own way in a in a sense. I guess that that makes sense. I like this idea of him requesting like crazy matches against himself, like crazy matches where he's at a disadvantage, but and always winning, but mm-hmm. never being satisfied because all he wants is the demon. Ooh, that's I we didn't even talk about this in the storyline talk, but ooh, that's an idea. And who's we the person that satisfies that hunger? Otis. Know. He's a thick boy. <laughs> Otis versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE title. Incredible. Get Put that in my veins. Plug that straight into my veins. It's pure lard. Uh, it's it's going to be beautiful. I want it. I want it's it evermore. Pure, it's pure protein powder. Let's, let's do it. What's happening up next, Mikey? Up next, GM Paige comes out to the ring, and she brings all the women from the Survivor Series uh, elimination team out to the stage to congratulate them on the job well done, and to show the WWE, and to show the WWE that, S- that SmackDown Live has the greatest women's division and that they're nothing to be messed with. Then, 
She tries to call the champion to the ring, Shayna Baszler, to, the, to also congratulate her as well. But when Shayna's music hits, she doesn't uh, come out. Whoa. And then while, after we wait a while for Shayna to come out, we cut to a shot on the Titan Tron and see Naomi and Baszler fighting backstage. Where Naomi ends up getting her hands on a kendo stick and beating Shayna down. Holy crap. Holy crap. Baszler and Naomi. Naomi is... Naomi's upset that Baszler caused her to miss out on another milestone, career milestone. Oh yeah, Baszler is just 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 bringing the thunder to Naomi, but Naomi is not going down without a fight, and yet it's been proven in this moment. Yeah, she's mad that she got kicked out of the Survivor Series team as well. I bet. I'm sure. I'm sure. All because of Baszler. Yeah. I'm sure there's a title match around the corner. Yeah. Um, we'll just see when that happens. Next up in what is WB2K Gaming's moment uh, match of the show, Akira Tozawa taking on Eric Young in what is that? What am I reading here, Mikey? Is that a two out of three falls match? Whoa, big match for these two. Did not, if you told me a month ago, let alone maybe two, three weeks ago, that Akira Tozawa and Eric Young will be in a rivalry and then have a two out of three falls match, I would call you an insane person. I, that's fair. But uh, guess what? It's happening. Two out of three falls match. And Mikey, what do we decide here? I believe I pitched the idea, but I w- I'm not sure if you confirmed it. Akira Tozawa wins. Yep. And Akira Tozawa wins by getting the first two falls. Yeah. That's what we we talked about. Um, Akira Tozawa wins decidedly in this match. Yes. The first fall, let's say, is a roll-up. Interesting. I like that. Second fall is a, is Akira Tozawa senton off the top rope actual finisher. Yeah, I like it. Eric Young's got nothing. Akira Tozawa decidedly beats Eric Young. Yeah, I like that. Take that, Eric Young. Beauty is pain. Beauty is pain. Eric Young. Eric Young. Akira Tozawa, beauty is pain. Beauty is pain. And, uh, you know, maybe this is the end of the feud. You know, maybe it's not. Eric Young, of course, has been humiliated several times in a row now. Um, What will we see here? Maybe a beauty is pain match. (laughs) Maybe. This Sunday, 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 catch the pay-per-view for All Elite Wrestling. Beauty is pain. I mean, the next one is called Blood and Guts. Well, potentially. Potentially called Blood and Guts. We may find out within between now this recording session and the time this episode's released. So yeah. who knows? It might be official. It might be official. And I, it better be in Atlanta, Georgia, or so help me God, I'm going to break this pen in half. No, you're getting the WrestleMania event. Yeah, which is probably Blood and Guts. You think so? No way. I don't know. I don't know if they have, like, a WrestleMania-type show anymore. They should. I mean, they're probably gonna, right? And it's probably just gonna be, like, all out again. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Who the it's hell be. knows? I feel like the WrestleMania show has to be just all out, right? Like, that just seems like... That's what I'm thinking. That's what that I think seems correct. Be. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So what's happening next, Mikey? I'm excited. Next up, we have another backstage segment. We have Kevin Owens ta- uh, talking to some guy. Uh, and Zane comes some, up. Some dude. Some random dude backstage, one of the stagehands maybe. Uh, and Zane shows up and slowly gives him a nice slow clap. He congratulates Captain KO on his victory at Survivor Series. Oh, wait a minute. 
you lost to NXT. Right. You remember NXT, Owens? The place where we came from? Where we had some of our greatest matches? Kevin respond, uh, Owens responds and asks what Zayn's point is. Zayn says that Owens went against his roots and that this is what happens when you forget about where you came from. And as soon as he says that, Cesaro attacks Owens from behind and Zayn is talking down to Owens and yelling at him while Cesaro beats him down. And then Cesaro and Zayn walk away as a squad. Holy moly cannoli. Big Big, big new uh, partner here for Sami Zayn. Holy crap! This is a partnership of the decade, Cesaro and Sami Zayn. Honestly, yeah, taking on KO, Captain KO, loser Captain KO. Might Let's... I add, with a big old L on his forehead. Oh it's, yeah, that's the shape of it, shape of an L on his forehead. Wow, he was looking kind of dumb with a finger and a thumb. Oh God, we're just doing all-star quotes now. I'm excited. So, Mike, I'm excited about Cesaro and Sami Zayn's pairing here. Yeah, definitely. Um, the potential of it is very much exciting to me because it's like, you know, where do we go with that? I mean, it's like I. It feels like it's a good way to elongate this feud. You know, throw in another person, get mm-hmm. Cesaro involved in something. Mm-hmm. Um. Pairing and off I, with Sami Zayn. And I think I have a potential match idea for next week. Ooh. Are you going to announce it on this show? If you want, I can. I don't know what it is, so I'm going to say sure. Uh, I was going to... Well, I guess it's not announced on the... Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll pitch it. I was going to say Zayn hey. and Cesaro versus Kevin Owens and Mystery Partner. Ooh. I won't, I won't hold us to that match, but I like it. I like that match idea. I definitely like that match idea. I have no idea who the mystery partner is. Of course, folks, this is just getting pitched to me right out right now. Live reaction. So I like that idea. I have no idea who the mystery person would be. I like. I hope it's our truth. <laughs> hey, sometimes. <laughs> you, 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 how did you know? <laughs> Dang, I'm just a genius. I'm a booking god over here. <laughs> um, I like that. I like that. It could even just be Cesaro and Owens against each other. But I like the mystery yeah. partner idea. Owens gets to bring some backup. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'll see what happens. And if it doesn't happen next week, well, you know, it's WWE. So we're, we're being realistic in the sense of announcing matches and then just never just dropping the ball altogether. Yeah, you're right. So take that, folks. Okay, well, let's get into it, Mikey. This is our main event. Our main event of the evening. The Pure. Daniel Bryan, new member Drew Gulak, and Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder taking on Velveteen Dream and the New Day. Kofi Kingston, WWE WWE champion Kofi Kingston, Big E, and Xavier Woods. I think everybody knows who the New Day is if they're listening to this show, Ryan. It's a new day. Yes, it is. I can't do can't do I can't do impressions. I can't. This is the thing everyone knows about the Nazis at this point is that if you're a longtime listener, you know that I cannot do impressions. Ryan, you know who I miss? I don't know. That seems like a who do you miss? AJ Styles. We haven't seen him on the show in a while. Huh, that's weird. I mean, 
We have, we haven't seen him on the show in a while, and it's weird Especially to say, since he's on SmackDown now. He's back. It, it, he's back. He's back on our brand. That's you true. Think he, he would have paid us a visit by now. You would think so. I mean, we we haven't seen him. I think since the one year anniversary of the show. I think. Yeah, I think I think that's the last time we definitely saw him. But uh, I mean, I don't know. You would think so, but it's it's weird, Mikey. That that I was talking about how I can't do impressions, and you brought up AJ Styles. It's like, what are the odds? You know. Yeah. Uh, anyways. I was just saying I haven't seen him in a while. That's all. No, me either. Um, I mean, I did move. I did move, so maybe I'm just. I did not give him my address on purpose, but you know, maybe we'll see. However, you did move closer to him. (laughs) Well, yes, yes, yes. All I know is I don't want none. Anyways, our eight man (laughs) tag is the Pure versus Velveteen Dream of the New Day, and like all main events on the show, we do not decide on the winner. I Uh, definitely don't. So we have to decide the winner through our words. Mikey, pure versus dream of the new day. Gun to your head. What do you got? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Um, let's let's sit in it. Oh, we got to decide. Two great tag teams here. Two great teams. Uh, do we have the pure go over in their first match with Drew Gulak officially as a member? No. Uh-huh. Or do we have Dream of the New Day win, come out on top, and Drew Gulak loses his first match as a peer member? The former sounds better, right? Mm-hmm. The pure look like a united threat. I also like the idea of Dream and like Dream, like kind of trying to take the spotlight a little bit from the New Day. And that's what causes them to lose, you know? Maybe, like, tag himself in or something. Yeah, we've, like, we we obviously have been using faces and heels because we're not, you know, unlike AEW, we don't have a bunch of gray wrestlers. Yeah. But I'll be honest, Velveteen Dream, we have been playing gray as hell. Yeah, for sure. He, he has never been a heel. He has never been a face. He's been both. He's been Velveteen Dream. Yes, exactly. That's a great way of putting it. He has been he has been been Velveteen Dream. Um I like the idea of the pure winning. Mm. Um and to to preface about this match. This is, you know, Daniel Bryan Velveteen Dream have issues, the revival Dawson Wilder and um Xavier Woods and Big E have obvious issues because, you know, on that road to Survivor Series bits that Sur- Revival were doing. Um, e and Woods were the only team that were able to defeat them. In fact, right before the pay per view, which they ended up losing that match too. Mm-hmm. So there's some beef there. I imagine the revival would like to get some, you know, stuff back from the Big E and Xavier Woods. Yeah, for sure. And you know, uh, Kofi Kingston, uh, Drew Gulak has a title shot for his title match, and now he's got the Pure on his side. So you know, this is a good way to show off those two wrestling against each other because that's an eventual title match. But you know, um, you know the threat of Drew Gulak and the Pure, the United Front. And I feel like it only makes sense for them to win. I agree. I think the Pure takes it home here. Okay, okay, we decided. Now, who's the winner? Who pins whom? Hmm. I think Drew Gooch gets it. Ooh, make him really look good. Mm-hmm. Gulak pins. Do we go bold? Pins Kingston? Do we go bold? Do we go bold? Or is that too bold? 
Where's that two ball? It feels like who would he pin other than Kingston though? Does he does he pin Dream? I could see him pinning Dream again, but like also that seems a little. I mean, I don't know. Does that like hurt Dream too much? I feel like it would. You know, I feel like that would hurt Dream a little bit too much. Yeah. Do do Woods or E the pin maybe? Yeah, I mean they could be pinned. That's whatever. It's not. It's not the revival pin. That's what I'm that. saying. Especially if it's not the revival. Mm-hmm. Who would Drewy? I mean, well, let's think. Is it? Are we going to commit to Drewy Gooks? I feel like yes. Yes, I think I think I want Drewy Gooks picking up the win here. That's right, folks. Does he Mark get the gulak or does he get a pin? A pin. Maybe just a pin. Okay. No one. So no pins, one's tapping out. He pins maybe Biggie. Ooh, make it look an impressive win. Yeah. By defeating. I mean, it could just be Xavier Woods because Xavier Woods could easily be the guy that takes the pin here. Yeah, no, you're right. I was thinking Big E might have been a little more impressive, but. But we don't want to look like. We don't want to hot shot him. Yeah, let's just do Woods for now then. Like, Woods. Woods. I, I, love, I love me some Xavier Woods, but Woods wouldn't be the cleanest out. We don't want a hot. We don't want another. We'll be honest. Pete Dunn situation. Yeah, where we shot him up to the top too fast. Yeah, this has got to be got to play out nicely. And Woods can Woods can eat the pin. Yeah. Uh, Revival New Day could still continue. Because mm-hmm. that wasn't necessarily finished. You could argue it's fifty fifty kind of, but not really. Um. Kofi's protected. Because all we need for Kofi is him to have the one-on-one between him and Gulak. Yeah. Brian is protected. Dream is protected. Gulak looks good. Revival's protected. Or they can't get pinned, so that's fine because they're winning. It's just between Woods and E. I would say, yeah, I would say Woods. Yeah, let's go with Woods then. That's fine. Okay, Gulak in the main event, coming out of Survivor Series. Drew Gulak pins Xavier Woods. And after the match, I guess the pure stand tall. The pure are here. They are mm-hmm. here to win. Yeah, now, they course, are. They're here to take over SmackDown. Cool, yeah, of course, the Revival, Dawson Wilde, are already holding on to the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Mm-hmm. Drew Gulak's can challenge for the WWE Champion. Will Daniel Bryan go after the Intercontinental? Bold. Who knows? I don't really know what's gonna happen. I don't know. But we'll find out next week. Next week, of course, we have Thanksgiving episode of Hit the Books. Mm -hmm. So subscribe now so you can get that into your podcast feed. But we're not gonna leave just yet, folks. That's right. We how we don't want to forget this last thing. That last thing is the randomizer. It's the thing that keeps us honest and keeps us realistic. Yep. We have this giant list of items in front of us. Oh, yeah. Uh, ranging from injuries, uh, a lot of injuries, to title matches, <laughs> injuries, title more changes, injuries, a couple more injuries. You know, uh, um, whatever it may be. Uh, we have a giant range of things, and that's the thing that really helps us stay realistic and helps us make give us that little that thing, that, that, that unknown that could really help or hurt us. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I believe, I want to say, Mikey, I want to say it's your turn. Okay. 
So I say hit that randomizer and see what it gets. All right, let's see. See what that randomizer rolls us. And rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep on rolling, rolling, rolling. Like we said, it is both benevolent and malevolent. And this is taking unusually it. long to load. It's it's the randomizer. It always has. It's got a lot to load. Yeah. All right, Ryan. I got our result. What is it? Nothing happens. Have a great show. Oh my god. Oh, it's literally <laughs> see. You looked upset in the Skype call. So it was legit like, oh no. We oh got away my. clean this time, but we did burn one early, which is kind of scary. Yeah, uh, on the road to WrestleMania, we burnt and nothing happens. Uh, if you don't know, we got five nothing happens, have a great show in the randomizer. Uh, when we burn, when we use one, we drop down to four, and now we have four, so the chances of, thing, of something happening get higher, obviously. Um and they got higher. The chances of it happening got higher. And then, you know, it's going to get down to zero eventually. And we already burned one of those. Um, and we have still a lot to WrestleMania, so we don't want anyone we to get hurt. have a lot hurt. to Royal Rumble. Definitely. Well, I guess, yeah, if we want someone to get hurt, we would want them to get hurt now. And hopefully it be a minor injury so they can return at the Rumble. Yeah, you know, we, we, if we want anyone to get injured, it's really about now. Like, you know, we want... We don't want. I mean, we don't want I'm people. I'm pretty sure getting... we do have. Spoiler alert! I'm pretty sure we do have someone returning. At we the do. Royal Rumble. Well, no, not at the Royal Rumble. We don't have anyone returning at the Royal Rumble. We don't have a single person. We don't have anyone returning at the Royal Rumble. That person returns at Elimination Chamber. Oh. And longtime listeners may remember who that could be. Ooh, spooky! Ooh, <laughs> spooky! But we do have someone returning in two weeks. So if you want to see, find out who that is, if you don't remember. You can subscribe to our podcast feed, to this podcast feed um, uh, that you're listening to right now. The one you you have your earbuds in, you're listening to it. So go click to subscribe. If you like what you hear, why don't you uh, leave a review? Leave a five-star or more review. Like we said every time, uh, don't tell Kevin Kelly. Don't tell Rocky Romero. But we are um, in a broom closet somewhere undisclosed in the Tokyo Dome. So you have to give us six stars. Yes. Because if you don't, Kevin Kelly will find us, and he yeah. will look at us and give us stern looks. He will give us a stern talking to, and we don't want that. And I'm afraid of Kevin Kelly. I'll be honest. He scares me. He's going to yell at me. He's going to take off his glasses and we rub don't his... Get, we don't want to get yelled at and dad talk to you like Kevin Kelly. He's going to take off his glasses and rub his fingers across his, the bridge of his nose just and to he's gonna like... say, And he's going to say, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. And, and you don't want that to even happen. Worse. And we don't want so that to worse. happen. So give us six stars. <laughs> give us six stars in the Tokyo Dome, folks. Uh, <laughs> we really appreciate that. So subscribe, leave a review, follow us on Twitter, also at Hit the Books Pod, where we just give our thoughts on what's happening in the wrestling universe. We're trying to do a better job of getting into it. I feel like personally to talk about it, I feel like I stepped away a little bit from it because I'll be honest, wrestling Twitter, it's kind of stupid. <laughs> It's a little toxic sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. I'll be a, I'll be a heel on that front. It's a little I think, silly. I think, sometimes. I think all the I think all the all our fellow wrestling content creators will agree to that, that wrestling Twitter could be a little bit toxic sometimes. And, you know, sometimes we like to stay, you know, step away from it sometimes because there's a lot of, like, people cutting promos on each other and just, you know, getting worked into shoots and shit. Getting worked uh, into shoots and trying to, put, trying to put themselves over. Yeah, and just there's some stuff that we're not fans of. But we have found a select 
group of people that we love and share. So why don't you join that group of people? Follow us on Twitter. Maybe it sounds like a cult, but that's fine. We're the pure. Most uh, fandoms do. Huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember... Can I talk about something personally about myself? Yes. When I was in... If you're okay sharing it on the show, of course. Oh, I'm always, I'm 100% okay with sharing everything on the show at all times. I'm okay. open book. I just don't read it out loud. Um, uh, when I was in freshman year of high school mm-hmm. i was like sitting there thinking about cults you know as one does and like what constitutes... <laughs> as a normal freshman con- as a normal freshman in high school does i and i asked what and i was like thinking about what constitutes a cult and i remember raising my hand in u.s i think it was u.s history or something whatever class it was and i remember asking the teacher like if that's what makes a cult couldn't you say that like the like religion could be cults and they're like no that's not what cults are you're just, like basically shut me down immediately and i was like no okay mm, no no man uh, i was like i don't know i don't buy it that sounds real culty language to shut me down teacher <laughs> i was just like i i think anything could be a cult at all times it's just i guess the difference is that cults are like could be bad and try to do bad things <laughs> anything could be a cult at any point yeah you can like if any any random group of fans can decidedly become a cult. Yeah. So why don't you become our cult? Join us. Follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod, where we will purify ourselves in the light of the pure and yeah. the randomizer. Our God, m- benevolent middleman, God, bow before praise and be, kneel praise before. Praise beyond two. Praise beyond two. Praise beyond two. The randomizer. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> pretty much a sidetrack on this closing stretch. But follow us on Twitter. Subscribe. Review. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel while you're at it. Yes. Um, Mikey, closing thoughts, closing statements. What do people, what do you got coming down the pipeline? What do you want the people to know? Yeah. Like Ryan said, check out our YouTube channel. We do a bunch of cool stuff there. We do our uh, 2k outcomes where we will, we actually do our, our column commentary on our matches and uh, we let a video game decide our fate. Uh, I mean, look, we... look at this whole Kiritazawa feud. Yeah. This, that, that definitely took an interesting turn after a 2k outcome. We, we, that was just supposed to be a one-off match and here we are. Mm-hmm. Two out of three follows, baby. Uh, and also on YouTube, we have Brian has his show system check, uh, where you could it's a AEW stats show where he goes over the stats of uh, every dynamite and predicts what's going to happen the next week. And I have coming up in 2020, Mikey's Indy 500, uh, where I will be watching 500 indie matches in 2020. Uh, the closer we get to 2020, the more of a commitment I'm realizing this is. And <laughs> I will be reviewing about nine to 10 matches a week, um, from the indie scene. And you can start sending your suggestions into me, to us at hit the, uh, at hit the books pod at Mikey M one three, three on Twitter at Brian Nighty, whatever, whatever your Twitter handle is. I forgot. It's Ryan Nighty. It's just, there it is. <laughs> it's just that. And use the hashtag HTB500. Uh, and let me know what your favorite indie matches are that I should watch and review. If you want, as the cool brands say, more content. Hashtag more content. Then uh, get ready for the new year because Mikey's bringing it at you live. So I would recommend subscribing to this feed most definitely. Oh, yeah. Or whatever. I don't think Mikey's... Just, I, I don't know. I guess Mikey's still going to decide exactly where he's, he's going to put it. But I imagine on the podcast feed. I don't know. We'll talk about it podcast after the show. Feed, like. YouTube. 
pro- it's probably going to be like how you do system check podcast feed youtube channel mm, makes sense okay well then mikey that's it that's it for this episode thank you everybody for listening to another week's episode next week is our thanksgiving one so uh we already have potentially a match announced so get ready for that one uh until next week for mikey i'm ryan we've got two words for you book it